Welcome to the program. We're talking about Proposition One, and um, uh, better now. Okay, thank you, David. Um, the, the, uh, we were kind of curious back in July once the ballot initiative had uh, appeared to collect enough uh, signatures, um, whether there would be an impact on the existing tax rates. So what happened was the legislature lowered income taxes in the last legislative session. The top marginal rate, which kicks in about uh, $10,000, $11,000, um, it was 6.5%. And the legislature uh, lowered the rate to 6%. Um, the governor signed that bill into law. But the Reclaim Idaho folks were circulating a petition that uh, referenced the old rates, um, the old top marginal rate and some of the lower rates beneath it. And so we were kind of wondering, what is what happens if the Reclaim Idaho ballot petition passes? What would it do? Would, it, would the old rates still be in effect or would the new rates be in effect? And um, uh, we posed the question to the Secretary of State's office, which posed the question to the Attorney General's office. And the answer was, was very, very clear. Um, and um, I talk about it in, today, in the column that we put out uh, today, where uh, Attorney, uh, Deputy Attorney General um, uh, Brian Kane said that it appears as if the reclaim uh, Idaho ballot petition uh, reverts the old rates back. And the argument for that is that, um, and that this is now coming from the Secretary of State's office as well as the Attorney General's office, um, the, uh, um, the, the uh, 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 people who signed the ballot petition and the people who will on it in November are going to see the old rates on the ballot. So when they're voting on it, when you're voting on it, you're going to be presented with, do you support, do you support the, the income tax rate at 6.5%? Not 6%, but 6.5%. So the legislature's actions um, do not affect the Reclaim Idaho ballot petition. If the ballot petition passes, we said, and the Attorney General's office and the Secretary of State's office said, it would mean that the old rates, the old higher rates, would go back into effect. Okay, so then comes um, a story. I guess we shouldn't be terribly surprised because I warned you that the leftist news media was going to do everything they could to defend the, um, the ballot initiative. And they're not going to say that they're supporting it. It's just in how they write about it, how they talk about it. Well, over the weekend, uh, we got this story from Betsy Russell, who claims to be a reporter at the Idaho Press formerly the Idaho Press Tribune, that's the newspaper in Nampa, and it said, in all caps, claims unfounded, why school funding initiative won't have higher than advertised price tag. Okay, stick with me because this can be a little bit complicated. Claims unfounded, why the school funding initiative won't have the, a higher than advertised price tag. And so here's the story. It says, widely reported claims that an education funding initiative would actually raise taxes by $570 million instead of what they were talking about, which was $320 million or something like that, appear to be unfounded. And a drafting error in the initiative's inflation factor originated in the Idaho Attorney General's office. <clears throat> so the story goes on to talk about the inadvertent typographical error that was made by the attorney general's office. But the really important factor here 
is what is the impact on the rates? And Betsy's article doesn't talk about, doesn't quote um, Brian Kane or anybody else talking about the in, the, the rates on, um, uh, uh, the effect on the um, tax rate. She just talks about this other clerical error, which I'll get back to in a minute, because the most important thing is what happens to the top marginal rate in Idaho right now? Because your rate went from 6.5% to, to 6 And this story doesn't even readdress that. It just says, nope, not going to have any impact. So I called the uh, attorney general's office and I said, what's going on? <clears throat> and the attorney general's office sent me the same email that they sent to Betsy and other reporters. This one in particular went to Clark Corbin um, at Idaho Capital Sun, another lefty news outlet. And it says, number one, at the time of my July 19th email to Chad Hoke, the, that, that's the um, um, uh, deputy um, uh, secretary of state, our office did not know. This is from Brian Kane and the, um, the uh, um, uh, attorney general. At the time of my July 19th email, that's the one that says, Looks to me like the rates will revert back if the Reclaim Idaho petition passes. Our office did not know how or when the denominator and numerator were reversed. We did not. We know now know that it was an inadvertent um, typographical error that was made by our office in the certificate of review. The mistake is ours. So he's talking specifically about the inflation factor on the new top marginal rate, which appear, appears to cause the um, dollar amount that you have to earn to, earn, to become a, a super wealthy 11% taxpayer to go down. So in other words, right now, what was supposed to happen was um, as time went on, the, the $250,000 threshold for the top marginal rate was supposed to uh, um, go upward so that uh, as you, know, you have inflation, um, people wouldn't automatically find themselves in the new tax top tax bracket because of inflation. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, let me know in the chat. So this email, bullet point one, just talks about that error. Bullet point two says, the email to Chad was a response to request for assistance. It was not a commentary on the drafting of the initiative. And within the response, we do not make any comment as to the drafting of the initiative. The email simply analyzes the likely effect of the initiative if adopted. What does that mean? Well, it means that the analysis still stands, that what the Attorney General's office said about the initiative in July is still the analysis. Nothing has changed. Nowhere has Brian Kane or anyone from the Attorney General's office or Secretary of State's office walked back the notion that was uh, uh, said in, in July that the old tax rates would would um, revert back, that this, the same analysis still exists. The only thing that's been added here is the idea that the Code Commission, which is a, a small governing body in the state of Idaho, which looks at um, a small, rather un, uh, usually unsubstantial uh, changes to state law when there's a conflict between different bills and they've got to rectify uh, which bill takes precedence, um, that's the only thing that's been added here, that, that if there's a conflict, that there's some doubt about which uh, section of code should stand, that the Code Commission, when it meets in November, uh, will go through that and say, yeah, it looks like th this rate or that rate should be um, 
put into the official Idaho statute. So all this to say that um, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Betsy's article talks extensively about the typographical error that's now put into the Reclaim Idaho ballot petition, which causes uh, more people to be swallowed up in that top marginal rate. But he hasn't walked back anything with regard to the tax rates. And that's the thing that's most important. That's the thing that we have said is of rather uh, significant consequence to taxpayers of Idaho. The question that you're facing is, will the taxes go up if Reclaim Idaho's ballot petition is successful? Will the tax rates go up, not just for the people earning more than $250,000 a year, but also will it go up for those people who are earning well less than that? People who are earning $50,000 a year and $20,000 a year, will their rates go up? And nothing has changed. Uh, Brian Kane did not, the, the deputy AG did not come back and say, oh, I was wrong. I was wrong. In fact, uh, the uh, looks to me like the, uh, the, the 6.0 top marginal rate is going to stay exactly the same. He didn't say that. Um, what he said was um, the email was a request for assistance, not a commentary. But his statement still remains. The statement is that if Reclaim Idaho ballot petition is successful, it's going to result in everybody's taxes going up. The old rates, because that's what the petition signers saw, and that's what the voters will see in November, the old rates will come back into play. Now, if you're the cap, if you're the code commission, and you're charged with trying to figure out which rate should prevail, well, obviously, um, the, the way the code commission has tended to handle that in the past has been whatever the most recent legislation that passes is what should prevail. And if in November, it looks like the uh, most recent past uh, um, tax policy is that um, uh, is reclaim Idaho's ballot petition. That's what's going to be the law. That's what's going to be the law. And what's really maddening about this, what's very frustrating about it, is that nowhere did the attorney general's office or the secretary of state's office say anything different. They have not contradicted what they said in July. So you're being lied to. When you see articles that say, claims unfounded that reclaim Idaho's ballot petition won't cost near as much as it does. Prove it. Show me something that that says otherwise, because they have not demonstrated anything. They have not said anything that that has changed um, how we view the um, ballot initiative. And my gosh, guys, I'm sitting in this RV. It's about 100 degrees outside. I turned the air off so you can hear me better. So I'm going to take off this um, shirt. Don't worry. I've got another shirt underneath it, but this is my... uh, workout shirt that I was going to go wear to go running later when the sun went down a little bit. And I'm just, I'm just burning up. You can see him. I don't know if you can see me, but I'm sweating. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, so I just wanted to let you know that everything you've heard, but you can see how we're, I've been working out. My arms are strong. Um, this is, this is a, a lie that the media have told you and they're getting away with it. And the only way they're not going to get away with it is if you call them on it or you tell your friends and neighbors that what you're reading is, is flat out wrong. And um, anyway, it, it's uh, very disturbing, uh, very annoying, very frustrating. And um, um, I hope you understand that this is what we, we warned people this was going to happen. We'd said this when Reclaim Idaho's ballot initiative qualified for the ballot, that the media was going to carry Reclaim Idaho's water. They did it with um, uh, the Medicaid 
expansion ballot initiative where, where Reclaim lied about the impacts of the um, of the program expansion on uh, taxpayers, and they still haven't owned up to it. So I don't expect they're going to own up to this either, which is really tragic. But now you know the truth. Um, the Attorney General's Office, Secretary of State's Office, have not walked back their previous statement about um, about the um, uh, the costs of this um, uh, ballot initiative. And I suspect, it's hopefully, the uh, governor's office, when they do the um, new fiscal note, which I think they still have to do, um, they'll take that into account as well. The simple fact of the matter is we are being lied to, and the media are um, uh, guilty. They're the guilty party in this case. Uh, David asks, and I don't know why this isn't offering me the, the uh, a way to, oh, there we are. Now we've got the chat. Um, where is David's comment? There it is. I'll just show that to everybody. Uh, the stimulus money that was given to the state, um, uh, all spent or mostly spent. Um, and it wasn't the, 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 the stimulus money isn't really part of the, the, the reason why we've got a surplus is, um, is, you know, they're, they're, frankly, there's been money printed right and left. And, um, and, and some of that is turning up in the uh, in the state's coffers and not just Idaho, but other states as well. They're printing so much money. People are going out and spending. Obviously, things are costing more uh, when you pay a higher inflated uh, uh, prices. Um, you uh, you pay higher taxes and that's going into the uh, state coffers and that's resulting in uh, a big um, uh, tax uh, surplus. So. I wasn't going to get into that tonight, but that's the other thing is that the legislature is talking about having a special session, which which ordinarily I'm in favor of. If you're going to have a special session to cut taxes, be my guest. But we're getting some intel, and I'll talk about this a little bit more on Thursday, that um, uh, cutting taxes is just one thing the legislature wants to do. Apparently, there's some talk about doing a lot more spending, and uh, that's something that we really can't get behind. Um, Sid, you're absolutely right. Uh, there's no question they're, they're going to. Uh, tax not just the elderly right out of their homes, they're going to tax everyone else out of their homes as well. Um, simple fact of the matter is nobody's going to want to do business in Idaho if the um, if tax rates are um, higher than they are in other states. And, um, uh, you know, certainly uh, right now, even the, the six, 6% income tax is not competitive with states like um, Washington State or Wyoming or Utah. Um, the, the income tax, the correct income tax, we should be charging people is zero. And um, unfortunately, uh, as time goes on, we get farther and farther away from that. And you need to know that what the Reclaim Idaho ballot petition contemplates is an 82% increase in taxes uh, for people earning over $250,000 a year. And that's not just talking about people who are W-2 wage earners. We're talking about uh, small businesses who very easily make $250,000 a year. And um, they're going to see their taxes go up 82%. It's, it's really a tragedy. Um, Here's some information that Sin also put up. I'll just put it on the screen with regard to those of you who are in the Meridian area. Um, show up if you're concerned about the content of uh, libraries. Uh, we've talked about that quite a bit at Idaho Freedom Foundation, some of the policies we've worked on. Um, you know, the thing that I keep going back to is that there's, there's something in the order of 150 million books in existence. And a typical library has between 10,000 and 15,000 books. And yet, for some reason, the books these libraries are choosing to put out there are uh, books that um, that 
you know, you would be uh, somewhat uh, questioning about why you would you would insist in putting essentially um, a smut, pornography, erotica, and things like that in our schools. And somebody said to me the other day, "Well, you can't call it erotica because it's not designed to uh, uh, to get you off, I guess, for lack of a better description." Um, I don't know. Some of these books that are being given to little kids, I think that's exactly their intent. Um, they're showing uh, little boys with with grown ups. They're they're showing um, uh, you know uh, grown uh, men together, grown women together. Um, sometimes multiple people. They're showing. Uh, uh, sexual intercourse. Uh, some of these books are for adults, but a lot of them are for kids too. Um, not to mention all the books that are basically about, uh, you don't need to be one gender. You can be 25 different genders. Um, so anyway, uh, that, that's a very important thing. So I, I'll, I'll just uh, put that up again in case you missed it. Um, I'll try to anyway. There you are. Tomorrow, meaning uh, Wednesday, uh, August 17th. So um worth showing at Meridian. If you have a local library too that, that you um, believe is uh, being inappropriate, then you should take that up with your local library board as well. Um, in any event, uh, hope this has been helpful. Uh, again, just to summarize, uh, uh, true to form, the news media are lying. It's really interesting to me how uh, so many news outlets were very, very slow to pick up on the narrative that um, uh, the tax increase actually affects more people than uh, Reclaim Idaho initially said. And once they felt like they had no choice, they reported on it. And then they simply regurgitated what Betsy Russell at the Idaho Press had to say. Um, and she's wrong. Uh, she has provided no evidence. All she's done is um, uh, used a um, uh, an email that doesn't even mention the uh, the effect on the tax rates, they've not walked that back. They've not changed their position over there at the Attorney General's office. They've not changed their position at the Secretary of State's office. Um, so this uh, claim unfounded and uh, the tax cut, tax tax hike will not cost nearly as much as uh, anticipated, simply a fabrication. And uh, you can find out more on our website at idahofreedom.org. I hope you'll take the link and... Um, uh, pass it around to your friends and neighbors. They need to know about this. And, um, and they need to know about this because you're not going to learn about it from the news media. The news media will not tell you about this. They will, they will simply say um, that a $320 million tax increase, which is still a lot, um, but they won't tell you. Um, if they mention it, they'll say that we're wrong. They'll say that it was debunked. And again, there's nothing, there's nothing that has been debunked. Um, so just know that you're being lied to by the news media. We'll tell it like it is. We'll tell you the truth. Um, um, I have nothing to gain by saying that it's going to be a $570 million tax increase instead of a $320 million increase. It, it's a tax increase all the same to me, but I think you should know the full uh, scope. And the fact is that it uh, ultimately will have an impact on everybody in the state of Idaho if it passes. And that simply has not changed. Whew. It is hot in here. I'm going to turn the air back on and uh, catch a break because I've been going since 5 a.m. And appreciate all of you tuning in. Don't forget to uh, uh, hit the like button and subscribe if you haven't done it already. Share this content uh, with your friends. Um, and uh, be sure to also let everybody know about the lead map that if you had didn't, didn't catch the episode the other day, last Thursday, I think, about our new 
map that shows where all the social justice and uh, uh, critical race theory is in Idaho's public schools. It's right there on a map. You can see everyone, everything that we know is now presented to everybody in the state of Idaho um, so they can figure out what's really going on and uh, contact their school boards and, and fix things. So again, I, I thank you for your time and um, look forward to seeing you again on Thursday. And on Thursday, uh, we're going to talk a bit more about that special session that uh, Governor Little is contemplating. So till then, uh, take care. Remember, freedom is everything. So everything you can do to uh, spread the word and um, uh, save Idaho from the socialists and, and save our country from the socialists, um, please do it. There's no one riding in on a white horse except for you. You're a big part of solving the problem that we have uh, going on in our country today. So I, I thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, take care.